0: This is the Fedora Chronicles Network. This is the Metaphysical Connection, Episode 7, Mystical Creatures, Volume 1. It's Volume 1 because you know we're going to be talking about this topic again sometime in the very near future. I'm your host, Eric Reiner-Kingfesk. This time, Professor Schnabel and I talk about our new Twitter handle, supernatural history of Ireland, the spiritual energy of the British Isles, and what mystical creatures of bygone years might have in common with last week's cut kind of topic, alien inductions. All of this was recorded while we were celebrating St. Patrick's Day, early. There's nothing like listening to a bunch of middle-aged men talking about far-off topics while drinking before, during, and after lunch. Tip your glasses with your favorite pint or two, put on your favorite hat while you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Please clap. Our new Twitter account is physics laxative. Really? Yeah. Well, why did you pick that? Is it, do you remember when we first started doing the podcast? I do. I do. We were talking about the name when I said metaphysical connection. Right. Yeah.
1: And it brought to mind the physic.
0: The physic. The physical laxative. But you
1: didn't know what I was talking about. No, I
0: didn't. I really didn't.
1: Well, the physic is, is an old term... Um, Relaxants, Right. Because what that goes back to is there was a doctor physic um, who invented the, the chemical formula, I guess, for laxatives. Exactly. So he, he brought a lot of relief to people up there. He sure did. So uh, if you ever go to Cape Med, New Jersey, there's a, there's a whole big physic estate. So it's this huge, huge Victorian house that um, I guess you could say is built on. Um, a big pile of shit.
0: <laughs> uh, now would be a bad time to tell you that one of my biggest fans of this podcast is my father-in-law.
1: Oh, um, will he put his hands over his ears when he hears
0: that? Or? I don't know. <clears throat> <laughs> I could just, I can just imagine my grandmother, who's been dead for like a couple of decades now, saying, "Oh my, grab my pearls." <laughs> <laughs> Eric Eric Charles is using potty talk on the internet again. Oh, why not? <laughs> exactly. We don't have to worry about the FCC. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the problem. Look at how your cousin Roger turned out. He turned out all right, <laughs> you
1: know. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a psycho killer or something. <laughs> Who my cousin oh, Roger? Yeah.
0: No, my, co- my 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 cousin Roger worked for the campaign to elect Barack Obama's and he's like in he's uh he's a member of uh, organizing for America and he's uh he's uh, he's on the president's staff.
1: Oh really? I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, you had some got some friends and or relatives in low places.
0: Exactly. So look up Roger Fisk. He's he's uh, he's a relative of mine and, and he's a good guy. Okay. He turned out a lot better than I did. That's for damn I mean, sure. That's
1: it's probably up that's probably in-
0: yeah. Last time I was in Washington, they said the last time I was, I was at the Capitol building. They said, "Please, sir, put your hands behind your head."
1: <laughs> okay, enough fiscology.
0: All right, let's, t- let's let's get on to our topic at hand. We don't want to talk about our Twitter handle, which is which is. No, at- I think we
1: talked about probably talked about that more than enough.
0: <laughs> okay, just to let you people know, it is at physics laxative, all one word, physics. Laxative. That's our new
1: tool. That that came out real easy, Eric.
0: (laughs) It was smooth going.
1: (laughs) Sounds it was.
0: (laughs) We so earned our explicit deck. So okay, so we have some fresh guinness here and we're ready to go. I wanna ask I want to start this segment by asking this one question that I've been dying to ask and you've been dying to answer. Does it have to do with Ireland? It has everything to do with Ireland. All right. What is it about Ireland? Why is Ireland the source of such Legend and metaphysical behavior, and it is—it's the realm for the paranormal. There is just so it much.
1: Is. Have you? Well, you've never been there. I've—I've—I've
0: right? I've, right. I've always wanted to go. We
1: have to put that on your bucket list. That's get, that's a, a destination to, to make sure that you.
0: I don't think that they'd let me out of the country. Why? Have you seen my record? Country. You can, if they, you can visit
1: the Jameson factory. And,
0: oh, yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. I did that. But I, I was there for
1: two weeks. Um, about. Oh, I'm going to say about 15 years ago, um, and I don't know how it's changed. I, I I think they went through kind of a boom right, in Ireland where, right. they, where everything was coming up roses, and and then they kind of had a bust. I think. Yeah. Um, when they're when I was there, I think it was sort of on the the boom was right. s- just starting. Yeah. Um. So everybody was pretty happy. Um. They number one, they really like Americans. The Americans spend money. Oh yeah, of course. And they're, and they're all about tourism dollars. Oh you know. sure. Um, but but it's just a cool place. I mean, it's it's number one. It's beautiful. It's it's like a, everywhere you go is just one place is more beautiful. We we spent some time on the burn, which is this right. amazing sort of. Um, it almost feels like you're on another planet. Yep. It's this real rocky area, and it's misty, and, yeah. and there's heather growing there. It's almost like yeah, you kind of feel like you're on the set of Star Wars. So well, I,
0: I will tell you, before you go any further, my wife and I have a, a, a husband and wife, gentleman and lady agreement that if, God forbid, anything should ever happen, and we get more money than, 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 uh, than that's right or proper you for mean, us. You mean if the
1: metaphysical connection takes off?
0: And... We are moving our headquarters to somewhere... Outside of Dublin, Ireland. Really? Yeah.
1: I live in Dublin. I'm at Dublin, New yeah. Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's something. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should actually say that you... Well, I live in Dublin, yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. No, Carol and I had actually um, had said... I, I, hope think, I don't have people coming. Yeah, but the, uh, you're going to have fans coming to the house. When yeah, order, no doubt. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going
1: to have to erect a, a wall. Probably. Like Donald wants to do. It it goes exactly. So, so anyway, like getting back to Ireland. Right. Um, we could... We could go on and on about Ireland. It's just—it's just an amazing. It's—it's it's like no other place I've ever. Not that I've been to that many places, but this would be the day um, for it, though. If, you're, if it's, you were—if you it's, gush, it's—it's just amazing. it's just—it's magical. There's no other way. I, I when I came back from there, that's the only real word that I could use to apply right. to it. its right. it just—it just feels magical. It's like it's another um, realm or something.
0: I felt the same um, way about uh, um, Walt Disney's Animal Kingdom, and I'm not joking when I say that. I, it was. It was. I. You, would, need to, you need to get out more. Right, but I will just say no. I'm just saying that the thing is, is that the, the way that animal, because the thing is, animal kingdom, is like no other amusement park. It's not even an amusement park. It's, yeah,
1: it, it takes you to another whole level of.
0: It, it's like um, they. It's like they took, it's, or it's like they cut out giant sections of Africa before the white man ruined it and dropped it in Florida. It is. In Africa and Asia and all the other parts before it, they
1: started hunting elephants for their tusks, you mean? That kind it, of stuff. I'm
0: I'm going to tell you something right now. This is this is not a commercial, and if it is, um, hey, have you have you have you seen? Are
1: we getting Disney as a sponsor? I,
0: I hope we do. The thing is, is that it's the it's the one place in the world where I ever went to vacation. I didn't, want. so I know. I'm not saying that Animal Kingdom is just like Ireland. I'm saying I, I know the feeling.
1: Okay, um, so. Ireland lends itself to otherworldly kind of things. Right, I think. there was at one point getting starting to get into the the wee people, the right. leprechauns, and, and the fairies, and those kind of right. entities that right. seemed to at, at one point they were so commonplace. Yep, that, that they sort of just accepted it as something that there, there was no conjecture. They it just were. was. It just, just was. Were. Yeah. Now, there, now there's there's a reason for that.
0: Okay. Apparently. Um, what is that reason? That's the that, thing. But that's the point of the show, I think. Yeah, I think it is.
1: Well, le- you want to start with the leprechaun or I mean that seems like an obvious taking off point. Well,
0: mean, it, it's wolf, well, it's Wolf. It, it is St. Pat. Pe- but I mean, does does it explain why there is such a metaphys with with Ireland, or do you just want to talk about leprechauns? Just because? Well, let's
1: start. Let's start with a good old leprechaun. L- let's start. And, and well, okay. Because everybody's kind of know. Sure. I mean, first of all, I, I think that the leprechaun with a little green suit and the green hat, green top hat, I, th- right. I think might be a. More commercialized version of the leprechaun, right? Um, which is
0: not, which is only partially true to a very small extent. Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that that's the real Irish. I think that right. might be a, an American advertising version. but I could be wrong. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, the, maybe the Irish do see the leprechauns that way, where it came from. But right. Um, at any rate, there there are different classifications of mythical beings. Okay. The leprechaun, I I believe is fits into the classification of an elf. Okay because it has you know it's got the pointy ears elf or fairies no elf i think okay elf has the pointy ears it's, okay. it's human like um you know it's it's small they're small in stature um, they and they have some magical powers apparently the the big the biggest thing um in the in the leprechaun mythology is to try to trap one and if you right. if you trap the leprechaun then he's supposed to tell you where his pot of gold is oh,
0: that sounds pretty cool right.
1: yeah uh they're they're tricky devils though you, you know they're not not that easy to trap but they're pretty uh, pretty shrewd so which
0: is know. which is where gotta get
1: up pretty early in the morning to trap a leprechaun which
0: is where that great movie darby o'gill and little people come from yeah
1: well i great and play great to it but oh you
0: don't think it's a great movie it's, it's kind of well sure it's a hokey movie
1: but, but. hokey in a good way like a fun one. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's uh, certainly a movie that I enjoyed as a as a kid. I
0: guarantee you that if we took a poll and we said if you were going to be stuck on a deserted island somewhere mm-hmm. with a with a with a, a flat screen TV and an e player, but you could only have one movie,
1: where first of all, where would you get the electricity? Or is that <sighs> that's a minor
0: point. It's solar panels.
1: You have to. Okay. All right. I'll give you that.
0: All right. Um, but you could only choose one of two movies, Howard the Duck or Darby O'Gill of The Little People. I guarantee you 100% of the people are going to choose Darby O'Gill and The Little that's People. That's a
1: pretty damn bad choice. <laughs> that's pretty that evil. Could, that, that could qualify as hell. I you have to watch that on a loop like over and over again. I'll get pretty old pretty fast. Exactly. Anyway, so yeah, so, that, so that's the kind of myth. That's the kind of popularized version. Interesting. Connection though, if I think at some point we're going to start making a connection between aliens and sure and, and the we people sure uh, the 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 concept of the pot of gold right and and tying that in with the Anunnaki and the right reverence for gold so, right you know it might be some kind of you know, gold being you know kind of a fascination what, yeah. and why is that and why is gold
0: the standard what is it about gold what is it about this so anyway
1: well, does it go back to the Anunnaki yeah that we've talked about in previous podcasts. okay doesn't.
0: so where did the what, what's the origins of the legend of the leprechaun?
1: Well, obviously it started in Ireland. And, uh, oh yeah. Th- these these were beings that um, people ran across, you know, in in their the Irish.
0: You so you mean to tell me that there were people, everyday people, who were, I think, a little more sober than we are now?
1: Well, maybe maybe not. I mean, you know, the Irish are noted for uh, their insobriety.
0: Uh, for, hey, for being. And, I, and
1: I have, uh, you know, I, I have to. My, I'm half Irish. So I, I can I can speak from some genetic yeah,
0: yeah boy we love to drink authority yeah we love um, to you know
1: drink. The, the Irish they, they, they love a good drink or two or three or twelve um, I had a number of Irish now now my mother was Irish and, and right she she claimed to have never taken a drink in her life so I, I she was the aberration we're in good the Irish because, men
0: we're good because, Irish men because
1: uh, she had some brothers that drank her share and, <laughs> <laughs> and fifty other people's share so uh, my uncle Pat was a he was he, Pat Pat. Moran, yeah, um, he was a drinker and he, he, he was a great guy when he was sober, but boy, when he got drunk, he, right. tell the Pope off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, so, you know, so there, there may be some, um, in sobriety wrapped around the, the leprechaun legend. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it's, 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 I think it's more like a fun concept. I don't, I don't, I don't really? think leprechauns yeah. were Really? Anything. In
0: all of your research, you didn't find I any. I didn't see any real.
1: I mean, they're, 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 they're tricky they're they're kind of like the the trickster kind of thing right. in, in the native american right. you know right they play tricks on people you know yeah i a little uh on the dark side right you know but but nothing really like not like the leprechaun in the in the horror movie you know where it's like right killing people i don't <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little knife that I'm well so here's placing qu- people's achilles tendons so
0: so here's here's the thing you you bring up those really bad movies that are just they're <laughs> they're not just so bad; they're good. They're so bad; they're, they're just, not. They're just good. bad. They're, they're just, just bad. flat out. But the thing is, is it so? But the thing is, a lot, a lot of people depict leprechauns as being sort of like Irish trolls.
1: You know, a troll is another uh, is another entity. Oh, that's another. I mean, there, there's different types of sure. You know, trolls have a little bit different mythology behind sure. them. sure. Trolls are, or first of all, they're usually kind of ugly, right? You know, like the garden troll, right? Uh, and they live underground.
0: Or under bridges. Or
1: under bridges, yeah. <laughs> or and, on, and they, or, um, or
0: on Maple Street in uh, Rutland, Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> did, they, <laughs> did, did you see one? <laughs> I dated one. <laughs> <laughs> really, that's that's
1: unfortunate. <laughs> You probably had more than one Guinness after, you know, the old saying is that the later it gets in the bar, the prettier the women get. (laughs) (laughs) You know what they say, any port in a storm. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Um, So anyway, um, trolls are one variety of these tiny mythical creatures. Then you have have your gnomes. Sure. And the gnomes live underground, and they're, you know, like the garden gnomes, they have those pointy little hats. Right. They're adorable little Uh, guys. And and they're, yeah, they're more like, um, they're considered to be more guardians of the... Sure. You know, so they have they have a positive role. That's why people put them in their gardens, I guess. You sure. Know? And then you have fairies. Fairies right. are in a whole they're in a whole, league of their whole, own. Whole, they're all different level of of mythical creature. Right, um, and they're
0: not all like Tinkerbell.
1: Well, that's That's an interesting point you make because Tinkerbell was was um a later permutation of the fairy. Sure. Um, she came about actually after Peter Pan was written. Was written really? By, um, yeah, it was written by uh, Barry. Yeah. James James, sorry, James Bar- I think it's James, James Barry. Barrett, oh, 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 we'll Barrett. correct it later. In I, th- the, I right. think that I think that, he was a Scottish guy and he wrote yeah, the night around early nineteenth. Yeah. Uh, up until that time, the, the the fairies were had a different image. They didn't first of all they didn't have those little gossamer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they had a whole they changed the point of view on. Wow. With his story. Yeah. That's an interesting. Point. There's a, which th- which speaks to a larger point which we'll get to sure. later of what Carl Jung's feeling was about. Sure. Sure. We've touched on earlier. In earlier podcasts, about it on Star Wars concept of the collective yeah, unconscious, yeah. but anyway, so so fairies were, um, and and fairies had a little more of an evil intent. They yes, had, they had some little dark darker stuff going on. Right. You know? So it's interesting how a story like Peter Pan, and and of course the Disney version. I mean, sure. if, you, if you took pretty much anybody and said fairy, right? Most people, I think, right, would say, oh yeah, tinkerbell, with the little wings and the little magic wand.
0: Sure. Or, or a very flamboyant. So that's an
1: image that was really created by yeah. when, the whole story that later on the the movie version. Yeah. So, um, so it, it, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting concept that these creatures um, were part of the mythology of diff, in different worlds. It's not just Ireland, Ireland. Thing,
0: right. But, Actually, the British Isles. really. But well, but, you know, did we, and, but have we ever really <clears throat> narrowed down why do the British Isles have? So much metaphysical legends associated
1: well I, th- I think it's a i think it's a it's a point um of some kind it's an energy um, which is why i think the, why i think stonehenge was put where it's put right it it was a, it was an energy receptor what's i mean there's all the, there's all a lot of theories about stonehenge that it was a a place where they could sure. destroy it's which may be true but but it also i think was built in a certain way to to capture earth energy right and I think that, again, this is my theory now, that the British Isles may be a, one of those points where there's a thinner veil between this dimension and... Okay. Uh, so so my thinking is that these fairies and, and gnomes and, and leprechauns in particular... Leprechaun, I think, is probably the most
0: known right. of creatures. Especially in Ireland. <clears throat>
1: are, are, are creatures that go between dimensions. Okay. And, and that area it, it lends itself to that. Okay, it's it's a, it's a the separation between dimensions. Okay, is thinner there. The veil is because of its location.
0: Okay, what do you think? No, I, I well, getting to Stonehenge for a second. Yeah, is that. Um, I, I don't think that Stonehenge has just one purpose no I, I, honest...
1: I, I, I first of all it's been reconstructed so um, but, who knows what the original configuration But the was.
0: thing is is that during the uh, during the winter solstice and the vernal and the autumnal equinox the thing is is that the light shines through specific rocks mm-hmm. or a specific pair of rocks in a in one specific way and they celebrate that and for whatever reason. I think that it's like Stonehenge serves as a gateway to other dimensions, or at least it used well, it could be to a could be a stargate. Could be a stargate, stargate, and it's also used as a calendar. Now the thing is, it could be used as a calendar to let you know when certain gates will will open or close Absolutely. or whatever.
1: Clearly, yeah, that's
0: because the thing is, I don't think Stonehenge is just a pile of rocks.
1: No, or, or just like a, some kind of a big old thing right. for religious ceremonies, which is the way it was positioned. Oh, that for, that for, could be a third purpose. Well, it could be, yeah. I'm not diminishing that. I just think that there's right. a lot more to it. Than sure. That. Uh, another another cool place that I went to when I was in our, New Grange. Okay. Have you heard of New Grange?
0: Is New Grange the place where they have those hexadens, hexadental hexagon rocks, the pillars?
1: No, it's 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 like a big... Burial. Well, they call it a burial but Okay. It's, it's really not. Okay. It's this huge structure that was uh pre. It, it pre- predates the pyramids, actually. Right. That's how ancient it is.
0: It's like a pyramid, but it's in the shape well, of a round. cone. It's a dome. It's a cone. Yeah. A cone uh, or it's a dome. dome. It's yeah.
1: a dome. And you can actually go in it. It's it's very cool. Really. There's a lot of spirals around it. The spiral is a is a very significant image. Yes. Early. Yep. You know, early religion. Um, yeah. Spirituality. Yep. Um, so there's one day a year where the the main chamber there's an opening mm-hmm. where it's it's the winter solstice right. when the sun comes up it illuminates right. the, the angle that it's at illuminates the chamber the main yep. chamber yep and there's like a million year waiting list to yeah to get. Um, I was in there obviously mm-hmm. in the early summer um, but it's really cool it's 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 you know ancient it's, right it's been around for thousands and thousands of years and it's really basically a, a pile of perfectly positioned rocks. Yeah, that's now covered in moss and mound, basically. Right, but it's never in all those thousands of years. It's never leaked one drop of water.
0: That is amazing.
1: Uh, that's pretty amazing. I have to figure it's a, it's a it's a it's a miracle of of architect stone architecture. How did those people people portray that that era as very primitive
0: people? But I don't believe that. I I don't either. I mean, how'd they pull that off? I know? I personally, especially because I mean, it's. We should ha- we, I mean, seriously, we, we should get royalties for this because I think every show, we mention Phil Copen's book, The Ancient Civilization well, Enigma. He,
1: he's passed away, unfortunately. So. Unfortunately. So we have to go to his wife. Probably, I, I think we owe his
0: okay. estate a couple of nickels and dimes. Yeah, we we'll probably do. But it. the thing is is that the thing I don't think that the ancient people from way back then, whoever built the dome, the pyramids, Stonehenge, and all of these artifacts, I don't think these people were as dumb as we think they are. We, they were not the cave dwellers. We're not talking quest for fire here, folks. No,
1: absolutely not. And and that's a whole chapter of our history that's been buried, yeah, or, or diminished, or, or yeah. whether intentionally or unintentionally, I don't know. Yeah, but, um, it's something that we know very little. Yeah. You no, know, a- and any in that the future, we, I don't and, know. But, well, any oh.
0: any that we do have has been buried, has been well Could documented, be, by yeah, either Copen's by book.
1: intention or or just because of time. Yeah, you know, sure. Know which. Uh, so that's a place that if you if you go to Ireland, you got to go there. Okay. I mean, it's one of those kind of places that just has a. It's got an energy to it that I can't right. even begin to. Just you just feel you feel it when you're there. Right. Uh, and there's been, there, there's a handful of places that I've been to emanate at. Yeah. Uh, another place I, I felt that was in Wounded Knee, mm-hmm. the Little Bighorn. Yeah. Um, that just had a spiritual energy there that was just powerful, moved you. Um, that place almost moved me to tears. Yeah. It just felt so. It it resonated. That's the only thing I could say. And yeah. I, and I do have Irish. Roots, right, and you know, blood. So that's part of it too. I know my wife is Irish, and she felt the same way. Another place there is um, I don't remember what it's called now, but it's supposed to be where King uh, Queen Maeve is buried. She was one of the really powerful ancient Irish right. queens. Yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of an interesting point about Irish culture. Too. The queens were the, were the power. Sure, brokers. it was a real,
0: it was um, a, a
1: matriarchal. It's very matriarchal uh, hierarchy of society. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's supposed to be her birth. It's it's actually like a mountain. Yeah, you know, small. It's not just a little mound. It's a I mean, you climb it.
0: like a man-made mountain. Yeah. And
1: you go up there, and there's all these uh, where people have taken rocks and made little dolmens out of them and stuff. You know, of course we make... Of course. <clears throat> and my son still remembers that. He was about eight. That so it had ah, a powerful impact yeah. on him. Too. So we're he's just... got he's got Irish on my side and he's got like a, a, a double kind of double dose. Irish. Dean.
0: Yeah, I think that this would be the perfect time to interject because the thing is, is that it's like um, on my mother's side, my grandfather Dick Toddle. I think he's like 100. One hundred and ten percent, or one hundred and ten proof Irish. Um, he was your ter- stereotypical Irish American farmer, um, red faced. No, doubt. No, <clears throat> no doubt. Sweet guy, but very private. Um, yeah. And my wife is, is is Scottish, and this is a this is a real big huge holiday for us. And the thing is, that there is this emotional, spiritual, almost physical pull towards that region, and I mm. feel it strong. That's why I have to go. I feel okay. it most strongly. Well, here's a problem. I mean, I know that I joked earlier in the show saying that. Well, first of all, I don't think that they, the the American government would let me leave, and then I don't think they'd let me back in if I did. No, <laughs> you know? I, I don't think. Be but right. the thing is, is I'm, a, There's I'm way a, worse people than you getting in. I think that uh, right.
1: <clears throat> they let you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might want to stay in Ireland. Who knows? You know? uh,
0: that's my that's my fear. I'm afraid of never wanting to come back. That's what well, that's you my know, fear. It,
1: it's it's it really is. A very, 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 in, yeah, uh, much more unusual than in a yeah. huge number of places. Yeah, but, um, it's ju- it's just got a power about it, and that's and that's what I think accounts for, you know, all these legends in there.
0: Yeah. So what else do we have here? What else do we have to, t- have, Ooh, to sh- have to well, share? Well, we've got
1: um, where do we, where do we want to go? We um, well, well, one of the one of the places also I wanted to talk about that's kind of between. Ireland and Great Britain is called the Isle of Man. Yep, let's talk about um, that. Which which is a very, very mystical. That's another place I want to go to. I didn't didn't get yep. there. Yep. Um, Isle of Man has an interesting history. Um, the history goes back about eight thousand years. Yep. And there was supposed to have been a god that. Uh, uh, his name is Min Minana Lynn uh, which is where the Isle of Man comes from. Okay. Um, that's probably a Gaelic my pronounce, And he he was supposed to have been a god that ruled the island and maybe ruled over the British Isles. And he was supposed to have had a submarine yep. that he could kind of drive around, which is pretty unusual for eight years ago. And also he had a cauldron of um, that that if you had access to it, you you would have eternal life. So that really has a real strong Anunnaki Yeah, those are two of the things that, that they were connected, some kind of vehicles yeah. that were unusual for the time. Um, You know, people didn't, back then they didn't have, and, and the Anunnaki were really, really into um, extending their life. And, yep. and one of the things they used gold for was that. They, they were able to create a substance called manna which is which is purified gold or powdered gold it really has a really unusual atomic structure yeah and, and that is supposedly supposedly extends your life so that was one of the reasons why you had these um, stories of these like um, later on in history these emperors that lived first right. like the, the, the real older Egyptian emperors lived really extended periods of time And Methuselah yeah you know the story from the Bible sure so that's a pretty interesting place. There's a lot of um, uh, drawings and things like,
0: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh,
1: so that's, a, that's another.
0: I'm going to put a couple of uh, links to the Isle of Man on our show notes page for, for okay. this episode.
1: Another interesting thing when you talk going back to Stonehenge, um, the circle is, is, a real, is a real reoccurring okay. figure. Mm-hmm. You know, along with a spiral, sort of a circle, like extended, you know, right, an inward, inward spiraling circle. Um, there were a lot of spirals at the, all over Ireland, really. Yeah. Um, so, um, what what about the connection between fairy circles, which which is, you know, we're seen pretty often. These circles left okay. behind by hands yep. holding hands, and crop circles. I, it's you read my mind. I must have. I could, I could sort of see it on you. I could see a circle form.
0: <laughs> you could. <laughs> it's it's well no that the um the uh the it looks like a crop circle, but in it's a matter of fact it's it's uh it's uh it's a little mark left over from uh the sweatband on my phone yeah, Oh. Was, okay. yeah yeah, more, more physical so well, well let's talk about the 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 connection between the mysticism in um united kingdom and mm-hmm. crop circles because the thing is is that when you think of crop circles, you think of pretty much the united kingdom, whether it's Britain. Scotland yeah, that's or where Ireland,
1: where a lot of them show up,
0: or or, or Wales. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. I I don't know that I don't know that there's any real explanation. They just kind of appear. There's there's a lot of conjecture where they come from. There, there's conjecture about them being ecological messages. Yeah. coming. Um, yeah. Yeah. That are telling us to. Hey, we're here. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but watch what you're doing. You knock know. it off. Yeah. You know, you're, not, you're not being good stewards of the planet. You know, take it's a look like, around. It's like a know.
0: broomstick on the ceiling. Hey, yeah, knock it off yeah. up there.
1: And a lot of people think it's done with, uh, you know, with magnetism or something. Of Sh- oh, yeah. Not 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 necessarily not necessarily from an external
0: source. Right.
1: But from an internal source from within the earth. By the way, I you, don't know what's you, your what's, you, you, your, what's, you, you your, what's keep, your take on you keep
0: to, well. The thing is, is that okay, so. This is the part of the show when we have this this uh, part of the show every show. Whereas we say something, we mention something. I have to stop and I have to get my stainless steel and brass gold pen out, and I have to write for the show notes. Okay. Crop circles. So this is another. Oh, this, this is it? another. Is this show. What you're trying
1: to say? Yeah, I mean, uh, crop circles are a huge, huge mystery.
0: That actually, actually, this this is going I mean, in, There's
1: been some. The bunkers that say that people do do them by flattening down the the crops, whatever the crop is, whether. But but there's some kind of internal thing that's going on in the plant itself.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: uh, makes that possible.
0: It's funny how the uh, the post-it note for crop circles goes right where um, the a post-it note for a past show used to be for the vatican archives oh isn't that not weird so we're
1: filling that void
0: we're filling the void what what i've always thought and and and, and call me crazy and you and i you are crazy here uh, this is where i'm going to insert that that sound clip of you <laughs> eric is right so um oh, I'll never that down. <laughs> you'll never live that down oh by the I'm way sneak
1: into your house when you erase that computer.
0: it's really too bad because i take my laptop with me everywhere yeah. oh by the way just as a quick brief aside uh, Gerald Ford was still president when, when Travis Walton was abducted and Jimmy Carter was not yet president. Oh, so that's you a, looked that up. That's huh? a throwback. Well, you, you're going so. think...
1: to call me to task on that. You know. Know what, you know what I was using as my reference on that was that there was, a, uh, there was a Playboy interview with Jimmy Carter and it was in 1976. Really? I remember that. Really? Yeah. And, huh. and you don't, know, you ever heard of that? Where no, he I, talked
0: about lusting in his mind, he had lust in his heart.
1: Oh, in his heart—that's
0: right. In, he in his bosom. Well, he probably yeah, had in his bosom.
1: I never really thought
0: Rosalind was that hot. Are that you crazy? Hot. Have you seen the leaked photos of Rosalind Carter? Let's skip I'm this. Glad, and I'm glad I haven't. Let's I edit out this part. But the, but I mean, I mean, Roseanne Carter, cat. <laughs> <actually. laughs> so, um, talking about crop circles and talking about how. Um, Just getting back to the entire thing, whereas it's like a lot of people want to say that it's aliens sending us a message. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, is it alien? No. And the thing is,
0: is that. Could be. I mean, possible. And we were talking about on a. um, Walt and I talk a lot over the phone about what we want to do for the next show. And um, I I personally, I think some of our best conversations that could be podcasts could be. uh, some of our best conversations over the phone could be podcasts. Well, we start with an idea and then we kind we of start riff with an on idea. It, you know? and the, it's and it's a, like
1: a jazz uh, sequence or something. Right. You know?
0: and, and I brought up the entire Arthur C. Clarke's concept of a fish's concept of fire. And the entire notion is is that try and explain the concept of fire to a fish. And let's dial it back to a couple, um, couple of billion years ago. And before um, specific fish walked out of the ocean. And took their first steps out into breathable air and dry land. Before that, try to explain to a fish a concept of fire. Whereas you have to, first of all, you have to, some kind of frame of reference. Right. Yes. That's, that's the key. You that's have to talk critical. about. That's first, the critical point. Frame first, of reference. First, before you talk about the. First, before you talk about fire, you have to talk about the concept of dry land. Then you got to talk about the concept of air and fuel and basic chemistry where you convert fuel and oxygen into into fire
1: well the basic point is that i think at least i think what you're trying to make is the point you're trying to make is that the frame of reference is what determines what the interpretation of the event is
0: exactly and um, and all of this so,
1: you know if you let's say with it let's let's talk about angels and angels are another yeah. kind of Mythic, well, sure. I guess it depends on how you interpret the Bible, but um, they're, they're kind of a, a mythological creature in, in a, with a more religious connotation. Sure. I guess. Sure. Uh, but at what point did they attain wings? You know, it, are the wings just early man's primitive attempt to to indicate that they fled? right? Are they just mere you know, symbols, or do they really have wings? Right. You know, we don't know, of course. But uh, again, it goes back to how you interpret the event. Right. Uh, you take a primitive human. You you have a being come out of the sky, right? Just appear, you know. However, that happens, just apparently what we're yeah. able to do. Um, and how do you explain that? The only the only real point of reference you have is a bird, right? Okay. Well, what do birds have? How do they fly? It wings, You know, right. So, so there you go. So do angels so, really have so, wings, or, so, or is that just early primitive man's mind saying trying to, to convey? Well, how flight. else could they fly? Because the they is, really? Fl- we don't even know that they were really flying. They be, they could just be coming through from another dimension
0: just they could just be floating yeah. off the ground and and right. you have no way to say this being was flying so you're just going to attach wings to it and hope that future readers or future viewers will say oh that person was flying and right. not take right. the, the the wings literally mm-hmm. but the thing is is that you look at you look at what is creating crop circles or what's creating these these doors into other dimensions or whatever like that. And the thing is, is that we are so low on the evolutionary food chain in the mm-hmm. cosmos mm-hmm. that the thing is, is that to explain where all this is coming from is just like trying to explain fish, the concept of fire. Because And all we can do is just say, oh, well, they, know, they must just be beings from another planet. And not well, realize that's probably the simplest. That's the simplest. Um, the, yeah.
1: But when you think about it, really, um, aside from using wormholes to right. cut across vast distances in the universe, um, there's really no propulsion system that, at least that we know of, that's going to be able to get you, you know, yeah, light years from here to there.
0: Right. You know. So, right.
1: So maybe there's a way of going. Through dimensions, a dimensional, right? Um, yeah, you know, there's another whole concept too. Right across, it's called they're called ultra. Right? Have you heard of that?
0: For people who don't know what an ultra terrestrial is, I think you you're you, going I to, need explain to explain it. that. You need to okay. explain it.
1: I thought you would mind. Uh, so, what ultra terrestrials are, and, and it's kind of a counterpoint to extraterrestrials, yes, yeah. in some sense. Uh, there, these are these are a race of beings that um, live in conjunction with, with us. Right. However, however, they're much more advanced, right? And they're they are they have mastered the to travel interdimensionally, mm-hmm. so they can appear and disappear, right, at ease with ease. Um, and and maybe that's what explains some of these other kind of creatures to disappear and appear at will, seemingly. Right. Yeah. You know, we talked a little bit about that at the skin about the skinwalker. We right? did that show. Right. You know that maybe there's some kind of a, a portal. That, you know, like like with fairies and elves, they they always talk about somewhere where they go into the uh, through yeah. a, tree, a magical tree stump. Or right. Well, what is that magical tree tree stump? Maybe it's a portal of some kind. Or like, one, or like you said, from Stargate. one dimension to another.
0: Yeah.
1: Here's, or a Stargate or a wormhole. Then, you know.
0: here, here, here's here's something that had just occurred to me while we're talking because we talk about. There being portals or links, doorways to other dimensions. Mm-hmm.
1: Which, I th- which I think is why Great Britain, British right. Isles are right. a hotbed of this kind of
0: thing. Because the thing is, is that they say that there is such links, portals, or whatever we're talking about in other parts of the world, especially in the United States. And the thing is, is I've been to places where there are supposed to be portals. But the thing is, is that I don't have the urge to go back to them the way that I have to go back to um a place where I've never been as far as like like uh, Ireland is concerned. Mm-hmm. like I feel this serious pull, and I'm not just talking because I've had a couple of Guinnesses, but I'm talking about I occasionally have this serious it's like it's almost it's almost like um I'm an iron a piece of iron filament and I'm being pulled by a magnet. Okay. that's interesting on the, metaphor, yeah. That's and that's and that's how I feel. That's mm-hmm. how I genuinely feel about the British Isles. And I and I. Well, wonder... you know,
1: it goes co- back to the concept we've talked about numerous times now. Is is that you have DNA memory, right? You know, so that you know, like when I talked about my corgi herding dog, he he knows how to herd. It's in his it's in his DNA. He's never done it. Like Abby. Yeah, same yeah. thing. A herding dog. It's it's like generations and generations of breeding that skill or that, right. that ability into the genetic fiber of the creature right well you know if if you have irish roots and it's the same with other cultures it doesn't necessarily ireland that's generations and generations and generations of irish um life yeah you know irish breeding i guess you could say and and who's to say that that's not in your in your genetic memory right you know and then when you go there i mean i clearly had a had a real connect you could feel it it was just it was not just the newness of being in this Wonderful place. It was more than that. It was right. it was more powerful. So it, it did not, however, uh, interpret to driving on the other side of the road. I, I didn't. I didn't get that. That must have been rough. <laughs> that though. was that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> I went around Shannon Airport Access Road five times with
0: it. Uh, you just like you you it. you just you just wanted to just drive around to just. The
1: mm, airport. But but then I had a, and I had a car with a stick. So you're on the right hand side of the car and you're shifting with your left hand. So it, w- it was like another whole thing. So that that did not wow. Interpret that must
0: way, have been though. rough. But that's more of a later. That's almost like living in a mirror universe. It
1: is. it is. It's weird because the left-hand turn is the easier turn. Like in the United States, left-hand turn, you're going across traffic. Yeah. The right-hand turn is, so it's, everything's. It's reversed. literally, so it is like
0: a mirrored universe. It's a mirror universe, yeah. the United States.
1: But, um, so anyway, um, so I think there's a, there's a strong part of that. Yeah. In, um, yeah. And you know, I don't know, there's just, just, just something about Ireland that is really attractive.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And and Jung talked about that, getting we've we've talked about Carl Jung before. Well, we'll let's get this.
0: into Carl Jung. Yeah,
1: let's get into him. He he was a he was for my money, he, he was one of the most important figures twentieth century. Okay. Um, in terms of, of, of what he talked about and, and how he opened up a, a whole new conversation and viewpoint on human consciousness. Yeah. Um, he, he, he
0: he is to what human consciousness is to what uh, Albert Einstein was to physics exactly. in the 20th yeah, century. Yeah,
1: he, he, uh, a major figure. Sure. He was a, he was a contemporary, um, although I think he was a little bit younger than Freud. He was, he was a, I think he was a student of Freud, or they, or they were contemporaries right. to some degree. But he broke off from Freud's thinking, and, and right. they, they kind of diverged in their right. thinking, although there were, I'm sure there were some But But Jung's whole thing, for the people who hadn't heard the previous... Podcast, go back and listen to him. Exactly. Um, we talked a lot about you know when we did our Star Wars podcast right because yep. of the mythology aspect. Yep. Um, he he he's the one that really brought that whole concept forward.
0: Right. Yeah. Um,
1: and and the idea of the collective unconscious, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is kind of what we've just been talking about. That yeah. there's this huge, vast pool of knowledge. Yeah. And shared everything. Yeah is out there. And it's probably dimensional, you know, it's in a... Exactly. But we still have a connection to that. And that's why myth- mythology resonates with Wars, Yeah. And other stories The really, truly good stories are all myth, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But um, so, so his, his thinking was that all of these mythological cr- entities and creatures and things like that are all, all creatures that come to us through that knowledge base. Right. So if these gnomes or elves or, or fairies or whatever they are are coming through this into this dimension yeah um they're connected to that larger number right okay in, in another type of demand and he he actually wrote a book about UFOs well,
0: you know, okay okay enough, let's talk yeah which takes
1: it to another whole level of conversation I think. right what, what are UFOs how do UFOs tie in with these other things
0: well I mean I mean here's the question I mean because um, the thing is is that could you could you live in a in a in a world this is going to sound so weird where aliens and fairies and trolls and all the other mythological creatures can go coexist in the same universe with the greys the reptilians the nordic aliens and all of this or and this is really way out there could it be that uh leprechauns the greys the nordic aliens the trolls and the fairies all the others they do all coexist whereas they all come from they all come from the same source they all come from alternate dimensions or other planets other worlds beyond our solar system um could, could it be that um the mythological creatures that we're familiar with from i don't I, I you know from fantasy could come from an inner dimension mm-hmm. while aliens that we're used to in you know close encounters and ET and 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 um, fire in the sky and all like that. Those are those are the same beings, but from the other extreme. And when we're sort of like stuck in the middle.
1: Well, I think I think Jung looked at it from a slightly different point of view. I, I think what he was really saying, and and the real important thing that he brought forward, he he gave credibility to the psychicness. Yep. Yeah. Um. Before that, people viewed psychicness as a joke
0: right kind of, and, and they still do
1: it started to it started to come into prominence like in the 1920s and maybe maybe the own hundreds yep. where people had these big seances and stuff and they right. tried to yep. access people forever mm-hmm. you know, dead relatives and, and stuff like yeah
0: that. and
1: he brought he you know he he was a scientist he was he was really a philosopher mm-hmm. uh, but he, he was in based in psychology so he he had a psychological tenet to everything sure that he brought forward um, yeah so, so he had some some pretty good credibility. He was saying, right? Uh, but but his whole thing was that, uh, in, in some sense, these all of these things, whether it be aliens or you know, elves or, or leprechauns or fairies, are all some um, access point that we have to these other dimensions. Um and, and and what he was really saying was that our dimension that we live in is really part of him. You know yeah. like the movie the in Ma- the matrix. I'm right. sure you've seen it. It's a great movie.
0: And only please please people please dear god please see Ma- matrix. Oh, but please only see the matrix. On, only see the first one. Please. Yeah, it, it,
1: I know. It, it got a little off
0: track. For the love for the, for the, for the love of everything cinematic, for the love of your fedora, for <laughs> whatever you hold sacred in your heart, please. Skip the sequels,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but the 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 point is that what what Jung was saying is, is that this matrix, which which is really the entirety of existence, I guess our our reality that, that right. we view is yep. dimensional, is only one facet of that, one yeah. face of that sort of. And yeah. It's the only thing that we know, so that so that we um, you know, when we see other creatures, aliens, or Whatever the whatever sure. the creature, it's it's through our it's only through our understanding, right? Uh, like you were talking about the fish not understanding fire. Well, well, maybe these things are just our way of explaining the sure. phenomenon. It's it's through our lens, our or we're, look, we're looking at it through you know, our frame of reference. Like if, like if reference. you look at a if 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 a, um, if a bear looks up at a, at a bird, right? You know, they kind of see a lot of birds.
0: That's all part After of nature,
1: the but then they see an ear an airplane well how do they view that what's what's their point of view it's super- well it's some kind of a, a high-tech bird it's some kind of a unusual bird or something right so maybe that's you know maybe these things are all um connected to our viewpoint right i mean so so when the so when the irish saw these little people it was their point of view you know it was their their access to that next dimension and now aliens which have really come into the Prominent since what is when
0: they've let's let's dial it back to to, H- co-
1: to come into no, no I, I mean prominently I don't right. mean well exciting hey, here hey hey HG no what? they go all the way back to you can see uh, flying saucers on
0: caves right
1: you know painted on cave walls right so it, it's not a new phenomenon that's right. not what I'm saying
0: okay so the thing is is that in 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 our show notes we're we're talking about and this is going to tie back to our last episode alien abductions. A, alien yeah. abductions there is a lot of um which has which was conveniently deleted from the bible right so the thing is is that i mean you look at every single major religion and every rel- every minor religion every religion i can think of they all have stories of mythical beings or supernatural beings mm-hmm. Um,
1: that that impacted the human race somehow,
0: somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian, I mean, the thing is, is angels show up in Christianity, Judaism, Islam. I believe.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that.
0: Okay, every religion you can, spot, the um, Hindu, the entire Hindu re- um, religion have s- strange mythical creatures to them. And and the thing is is that it's it's a universal constant besides besides time, is that the universal concept are strange mythical creatures of various sizes and shapes. Mm-hmm. And it seems like angels show up.
1: The Greek mythology has Greek the, mythology the, the and the, all those
0: yeah, half, half man, half. So what's what, what's the story with that?
1: Well, it, it's it's it all goes back to I think what Jung was talking about. Those things all tap into a larger consciousness. Of just that's what he called it. That was his term. Sure. That um, you know, for some reason, speak to us. Yeah. Bring some message import for us. They're 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 messengers. You know, they're the angels. Workers. Right. Of God or they either have some, God they
0: either have something to say or they have some kind of task to put before us. Well,
1: or they sometimes they uh, are here to wreak vengeance too on you know i mean that does happen you know you were a bad boy
0: (laughs) i have a friend of mine who's been struck by lightning three times you know really
1: (laughs) well he probably shouldn't go out in a thunderstorm (laughs) his luck's running out
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that's the thing i mean every time he gets struck by lightning it's just like it's not a big deal (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: well you you know you know another another concept um is uh, and i want to get to the parallel between these you know these these mythological creatures like Elves and things like that, and, and the aliens.
0: Because they the all have, because one of the things, things that they all have in common.
1: Well, there's uh, several, uh, several commonalities.
0: Abductions.
1: That's one. Preg- and when you think about. Um, pregnancies. You think about fairy tales. Right. How many fairy tales, was there some kind of an abduction going on? There's, with, yeah. <clears throat> like they're going back to that story about Rip Van Winkle, where we talked about on last, the last week, podcast. Yeah. You know, think about the elements of that. You know, yeah. First of all, he was. I think he was drinking Guinness. Something, right? some, <laughs> mo- some kind of moonshine. That the I think the. Uh, oh, by the way, the the uh, I I found something interesting about the Rip Van Winkle story. That was written by Washington Irving. Back yes, in, uh, uh, same seven, character. Late seventeen hundreds. Same character
0: he, who wrote um, Sleepy Hollow.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So he was. He had some. He was tapping into some kind of other dimension. He was smoking something. He, he might. He might have. Um, but Rip Van Winkle was abducted. He yep. He had missing time. Missing time. He met these, these creatures. Um yeah. they were, oddly enough, they were called Bogarts. Bogarts Right. Not not like Humphrey, I don't think anyway. Although Humphrey might have been one too. I don't oh, know. Oh, he was a but,
0: mythical creature all right. his own.
1: And and they were they were half fairy and half elf. So they were like a, a hybrid. Bogarts. Yeah.
0: That's a good one, huh? That's amazing. Yeah. So, um... There's a Fedora Chronicles connection right there. I don't, know, I don't know right there. they... Uh, the, Humphrey was the, the used... for smoking... But... So, so, so did these mythical creatures from...
1: They, didn't they bowl? They bowled with them. Yeah. part of the whole story? To a bowling alley? Yeah. A Bogart bowling alley?
0: Exactly. Did they like to, like, you know, dump their girlfriends at airports and say, here's looking at you? Okay. Yeah,
1: they might. I don't... Um, it's just a Yeah. Um, they might have said that. I love but, that but, movie. but that story had all the elements of uh, your, of an abduction. Experience. Your classic abduction. Um, I don't know that there was a sexual. No, I don't uh, think so. I, 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 don't, I, I don't remember. Unless that was. You're the that, expert. That might have been edited. Uh, but that's that's another commonality that you see in in almost all of the alien abductions. Right. There's some kind of a sexual.
0: And I know I I um, they either, right.
1: either, either they either have sperm samples taken or they they have sex with with an alien being of some kind or it's right. it's either by consent or force, yeah. in a way, I guess. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of commonality between uh, people's experiences
0: with mythological creatures, and the aliens, Yeah. alien aliens. And we also have the phenomenon... Did we, did we hit them all? There was I think a, we did. The one thing was that missing we... Missing time. Did we do we, missing time? We did and missing time. The one thing I don't think that we've touched upon, and I know that a lot of my fellow Christians, and especially the Catholics and the Baptists, are going to lose their minds when I say this. Well, they'll but, find him again. Right. Don't worry. But the, the the whole thing about, you know, um, uh, Mary and Joseph, mm. Mary has this pregnancy thrust upon her. No pun intended. Um, I mean, and the thing is, is that so many abduction stories involve mm. forced pregnancies. Okay, we'll go
1: back another peg from what, you know, what is the Immaculate Conception? Immaculate how, Conception. How does that happen? I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I think the common... You know, I'm I'm not a biblical scholar, um, nor so do you I, play I one really on TV. Know. Uh, You know, the, I guess the, the the standard concept is that somehow God impregnated Mary, right? Sure. Um, through whatever means. So whatever. But use your imagination on that one, I'll, right? I'll, I'll throw that out. Sure. Put, connect the dots on that one, but um, but if you but if you put that into the realm of an of an abduction experience, you know, maybe you can make a parallel between those And It fits. It fits
0: like a glove. You know? So the thing is, is that we we talk about all of these. All these parallels, okay? Because the thing is, is that... All of these... Go ahead. Should I say it? Say it. You can say it. I don't think the I metaphysical can. Metaphysical connections? The metaphysical <laughs> connection. Because the thing is, is that um, through, throughout history, you have, you have these mythical creatures, mm-hmm. forced pregnancies, or, or people beca- becoming impregnated by supernatural beings... Mm-hmm. And I know, I know somebody's going to be freaking well, that, out. Well,
1: that goes back to the, the concept of the fallen angels. Sure. Um, which, you know, is, is mentioned in the Book of Enoch, which which is a deleted portion of the Bible, I guess. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Got taken out for whatever reason. Didn't fit the, the paradigm that the guys were editing. Editing it. Right. And wanted. Um, King James. But, but the concept there is that these angels came to Earth and and in pra- they they had a a lust for. Earth sure. women. Um sounds like a bad science fiction movie, but, right. Um, and they impregnated them and they, and they created a, another whole race of beings.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the, the Nephilim, Nephilim
1: the, the Nephilim, um, but were they, were they really angels or, or were they aliens? Were they, were aliens coming down from, um, or coming through another dimension? But here's the, meta- were, were they really, what, what? What does it mean, fallen angels? Were they fallen? I mean, there's a concept of them falling out of grace
0: with God. Yeah, right.
1: If you take it in a biblical sense. Sure. But um, another another interpretation is is, is the Zitchen interpreter, Eric Van Donigan.
0: Yeah, where, here we go. Where the,
1: these were um, alien, uh, alien 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 um, beings who beings who, came who, to earth. who 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 were in rebellion. With yeah. with, the, with the powers to be the the alien powers to be that colonized right and they came down to Earth and and they had a you
0: know a basically a big party I uh, would say more like orgy well but... okay
1: orgy um I, I don't know it was a we... drunken orgy it might have been Could... but but they created a, a race of a whole race of people that way right you know? and probably impacted the human genome
0: yeah. in some sense and the thing is is that with mm. all with all the groups that I belong to on the internet mm. um. There's a lot of these things where it's like they're they're finding skeletons of giants and they're finding skeletons of 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 protohumans and pseudohumans yes. and hyperhumans. And
1: they're all in the Smithsonian.
0: The other, the real the Smithsonian, real. not the one the, that you have access archive, to. Yeah. The real archives. Yeah. And the and and the thing is, is that it's like have we sort of like stumbled upon the entire idea. Whereas alien abductions and the breeding program has been going on for far, far longer than H.G. Wells and War of the Worlds and, and the modern concept of alien abductions that have been experienced by all the people that we mentioned in episode number six of the Metaphysical yeah, Connection. Uh, yeah,
1: I think this has been going on for probably hundreds of thousands, not thousands, but hundreds yeah. of thousands. And that we, we are actually a, a hybrid. Thing, yeah. And I think it's still going on. Yeah. There's there's a lot of theories around aliens are, 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 or there's yeah there's many different races of aliens. It's not when you say aliens, it's not just and they seem to be curious about human sexuality. It's almost like a science experiment. Yeah, you know, it's it's like
0: let's go to Earth and or like some weird fetish porn or something like that for them. Maybe who knows? I mean, who knows knows what's inside their heads? You
1: could put your own spin on it. Whatever
0: it is you want to
1: yeah, however you want to spin it. Right, it's all it's all up for grabs. Yeah. but there, there's definitely an intention behind their abduction it's right. I mean, and a lot of it seems to have be really attached to it or or some degree of sexual experimentation in in some maybe in a more scientific way yeah. um, and and the same thing holds true of, of a lot of fairy tales or folk tales where where people go into the fairy land and 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 the, and the main character has sex with a fairy queen
0: yeah i mean
1: that's part well, of the whole the whole deal i mean so there's some there's some mythos Around human sexuality that interprets into these things. Uh,
0: Saint Patrick's Day is the day that we sort of overly indulge with the mysticism and the legends of of Ireland in particular. Mm-hmm. the The only thing that I feel uncomfortable about, as far as Saint Patrick's Day is concerned, is that we do not have other with maybe with the exception of Cinco de Mayo, but Cinco de Mayo has not captured our attention the way Saint Patrick's Day has. I really think that there should be other holidays where we celebrate other nationalities and other cultures, and we and we really get into their mythology. Like there should be a day when we really get into the mythology of of the Nordic people here, with the, with the Norwegians and the Swedes and the Finland. F- well, that's, a Finnish. that's a great idea.
1: Eric. I, I, let, let's 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 let the um, metaphysical connection be. Uh, the, the proving ground about that.
0: Maybe you know, we should. Um, may, maybe we should just mark on our calendars. Maybe we can have like a holidays. Latvian day
1: where we can where we can dress in, in mismatched clothing and. and um, no, you're not okay. No, I right. would rather. You I would. Draw, you got to draw the line. I would.
0: I would rather drink uh, Latvian liquor or <laughs> beer. or what, what do or whatever. Latvians drink? I don't yeah. know. That's a great question for 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 our, our listeners. So. So yeah, we can, well,
1: there we go we get some suggestions from our listeners for uh, delving into the mythology of different um, cultures
0: yeah how hey, about that you know we what we could
1: have a Greek uh, Greeks have a rich let's get in a rich mythology
0: obviously. let's find Greek mythology let's find the next like the, the next can drink big, um,
1: what's that Sambuca I don't, I, don't
0: know. I think it's called I don't know what it's called I want to say it's called Greek Sambuca no I think no I think it's Zoto or something like that no, no, I think it's Sambuca okay all right, we can argue about that. All right. So anyway, we are coming at the end of the show here, but um, we, we, as far as our our t shirt, coffee mug giveaway, um, we 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 do have a winner. We Te- do. Technically, technically.
1: Wow, this is news to me.
0: I was news flash. I was I was speaking to one of um uh one of our fans since she had an epiphany about about changing her her life. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. And she really? was li- she was listening to one of our podcasts and wow. she said, "You See, know that's what? What
1: I, that's that 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 is what I that's my well, ultimate."
0: She hope. she she was telling me about how she was listening to the show um, with somebody that she loved or somebody that she loves, and she says, "I'm going to make a change." That's it. I'm going to make a change, Sweet. and she did it while she was listening. To, awesome. to this show with that's somebody awesome. that she loved and I'm saying and and she asked me she asked me a question and she says is that weird is that wrong and I said well first of all no she wants to make a major change in her life and the thing is and I'm telling you the listener I'm literally I'm lo- li- am I looking into the microphone Walt, right now Walt you are I'm looking into the microphone and I'm saying first of all if you want to make a positive change in your life do it I'm serious as a heart attack do it. If you want to make, if and if you be with the person you love, be with your soulmate. I'm not kidding when I say this. I'm with my soulmate. Walt is with his soulmate. All of you should be with the person who makes you feel the most complete. And we're not talking about Jerry Maguire here. You know, you had me at hello. I'm telling you right now, make a positive change for your life. And make a positive change in your life by contributing to the Fedora Chronicles Network at paypal.me. Slash Fedora Crockle. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But no, seriously. That's huge. It's huge. That's, the that way is. that she was telling me about how she was listening to our show. That lady's getting a t shirt. She's getting no no, she's getting a t shirt and a coffee mug. Uh, okay. I per, per, personally should per, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think so. The fact that she told me about how she had this epiphany while uh, uh, listening to this show.
1: That's important.
0: Listen, she could have been listening to that, the, that's
1: my ultimate goal. Okay, ultimately.
0: For the better. But
1: but as a, as a, as a stage to that, just just have people change their paradigm. Yeah, think think about things a little bit. then you know, think think about things with a little more. Right. The day to day.
0: Get into you know, it. Day-to-day.
1: Yeah. Put your foot in. Yeah. Just move through. There's more to life than that. So
0: as so as soon as our t- our t-shirts and coffee mugs come in. Um, we should be arriving any day. Any day. Any day. One, to you know, one day. The only
1: disappointment I have with today's show is that uh, Eric promised me he was going to wear a green fedora, and
0: I don't have no. I uh, I put. Well, you could have spray painted I, when your well, old ones. First of know? all okay. First of all, okay. You see that one right there? Yeah. The one right there. Yeah. That was the very first fedora that Steve oh, well, yeah. Steve Delk ever made. You can't. You can't. Can't touch that.
1: Man, can't mess with that. No, that's an artifact.
0: No, I had a green tie on. Mm, I had a green. That was ne- a very weak. Weak second to a green fedora
1: but anyway I, I'll, I'll let it slide since I I have nothing green banned.
0: that's funny because the thing is is that with your iridescent shirt when it hits the light the sunlight just right it did look green
1: my disco shirt
0: your disco shirt
1: I knew it was I pulled that up
0: exactly by the way John Travolta called and the costume department from Saturday Night Fever called and they want their costume back the white suit <laughs> oh hell
1: <laughs> <laughs> just when I was getting a feel for it final thoughts uh, final thoughts is we have a big big announcement about the next
0: you know what I or do you want to not announce that? here's the thing want to keep that I, I'm I'm going to keep the specifics I'm going to talk only in pronouns all right you want I, to keep some mystery I want to keep show. some mystery because when you hear the next podcast uh, cuz Walt and I decided that since this show runs long we're going to we're going to put the the news up tonight and then we're going to air this this special at our usual date and time our usual day um, I got an email and somebody had said, do you want to talk to so-and-so? And who is so-and-so? So-and-so is probably the biggest name in ufo Um, He is... It's
1: ufology.
0: Ufology. He is second only to Stanton Friedman. And Stanton Friedman came out and he said on a different podcast, if you want a book on... This specific event, you have to read so-and-so's book. And it says, you have got to get in touch with this person.
1: A good place to leave it. He's Bottom line is, if, if you don't listen to it, you're going to be
0: missing out. You're going to be, be missing out, out a lot. He he's is a, Yeah. He's, he's somebody who I think is is very special. All right. Hey, <laughs> I'll
1: and, leave you with that. All right.
0: Thanks, guys. <laughs> this has been the Metaphysical Connection with your hosts, Eric Kingfisk and Walt Schnabel. This podcast is dedicated to exploring the unexplained, the paranormal, and the supernatural phenomenons. You can learn more about us on our webpage. Right now, it is metaphysical.fedorachronicles.com. We can find links to our Facebook and Twitter page. This is also a great way to catch up on past shows, find out what we'll be talking about next time. And drop us a line and tell us how much you love this show and what topics you want us to tackle next. That's also a great portal for all of you to let us know if you'd like to be a guest on our show with a great story or to promote a book that you've written or a documentary that you have filmed. The Metaphysical Connection is a product of the Fedora Chronicles Network, copyright 2016, all rights reserved.
1: That's crazy. I mean, I mean yeah.